What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 69 for the week of July 2nd, 2023. I'm your host, Justin Eddie, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. You be sure to follow along each and every week, and we'll keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, Disney has announced a new behind-the-scenes documentary, Tomorrow by Together, our Lost Summer is coming to Disney Plus this month. Uh, we get the second season of The Bear that has broken a Hulu streaming record. And big casting news has been announced for the upcoming Tron Aries movie. That and so much more. We're going to discuss those stories. We're going to let you know what's uh, new on Disney Plus this week. And of course, bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 in 10 News Blast a segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Welcome, everyone. Uh, kick things off uh, with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights. Include a Disney Gallery, Star Wars, The Mandalorian, a Making of Season 3, uh, Season 2 of Weekend Family, and also Episode 2 of Marvel's Secret Invasion is now streaming, along with This is a Huge Get, Seasons 1 through 8 of Home Improvement. Oh my gosh, my parents loved that show back in the day. Um, on Hulu in the U.S., we've got all 10 episodes of Secret Chef that are now streaming, uh, later in this episode, we are going to give a review of uh, the new uh, uh, new documentary, The YouTube Effect, that's coming to theaters soon, and it was quite the treat and very eye-opening, so uh, look forward to talking about that a little bit later. Uh, but up first, uh, Disney has announced some new uh, behind-the-scenes documentary, Tomorrow by Together, Our Lost Summer, that is coming to Disney Plus next next month. So, Michelle, what is this? Fill, it, fill us in on it. Okay, so this is coming to Disney Plus globally on July 28th. In 2019, Tomorrow by Together made a splash by becoming the first K-pop group to enter the U.S. Billboard 200 chart with their debut album. In Tomorrow by Together, Our Last Summer, viewers see band members, all five of them, reunite in preparation for their international tour. With nerves at an all-time high and pressure to deliver the performance of a lifetime, how will the group handle themselves on some of the world's biggest stages, including Lollapalooza? And we have a trailer and poster up on the website. All right. Uh, just looking at my, my podcast notes, I would have thought maybe that's Tomorrow X Together or Tomorrow Times Together, but no, it's Tomorrow By Together. Mm -hmm. See, I, I know these things. Uh, here is something else that I know, and it does not surprise me whatsoever, and that is that the second season of The Bear has broken a Hulu streaming record. So what is that? What, what information are they telling us on this? Yeah, so all 10 episodes from season two of FX's The Bear are now available to stream on Hulu in the United States. The second season arrived on the platform on June 22nd, and the debut was, uh, well, it has become the most watched premiere of any FX series on Hulu. So Deadline reports that The Bear has also posted significant gains versus last season with a 70% increase in total hours streamed over the first season 
after the first four days of viewing. Season one marked the most watched single season of a comedy series in FX history, and season two now seems poised to break that record. Um, season two will be coming to uh, Disney Plus in many countries, including the UK, Canada, and Australia on July 19th. We will do a review uh, here in the next week or two of season two. Uh, I am not surprised by this. This is the buzz. This is everybody's talking about this. Strong word of mouth from the the. I mean, the the show kind of came out of nowhere mm-hmm. last year um, with, with season one. Strong word of mouth. I know that we've talked multiple times on this podcast in the past that you know I'd I'd only watched like the first couple of episodes and then for whatever reason I, I didn't get back to it. But I really really liked it and it was always on my to do list. But it was just hard to kind of get back to it. Finally, we have caught up and, and watched the entire first season, and uh, I'm totally enjoying the second season so far it's a very binge worthy show it's hard to sometimes find time to sit down and do that uh but we have uh we've made it uh most or a good good chunk of the way through season two and like michelle said we'll uh give our review on that uh in a coming uh, week or two um but yeah it's it's great i love the show i love the cast the characters mm-hmm. uh having lived in the city of Chicago. At one point in my life, it's uh, cool to see a show based off of that. And I also worked in the West restaurant industry, so uh, it, I really feel like they nail that aesthetic uh, in in a lot of ways. So it's just a just a great fun show. So anyway, uh, big casting news finally uh, has been announced for the upcoming Tron Aries uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Three big names that uh, have recently been attached to the project project alongside uh, Jared Leto so yeah so we have Evan Peters Jody Turner Smith and Greta Lee have all joined the cast uh, Leto is attached to play Aries the manifestation of the Tron program the manifestation of a program that becomes sentient and crosses over into the human world with Lee as a video game programmer and tech company CEO who aims to protect her world changing technology uh, this is set to shoot in Vancouver in August, but that's uh, but that gets delayed. Yeah, the strike. Uh, you know, that's all dependent on the strike. But uh, this is expected to hit theaters in 2025. Very cool. Um, as a reminder, you can find links to all of these articles on our website, which of course is DisneyPlusInformer.com. Michelle, take a deep breath. Let's uh, hurry this up. We've got exactly 10 minutes. It's kind of hot in here because it's the... It is. It's, it's almost the beginning of July. It's and, muggy. And it's in the, we're in the Midwest and it's just always hot and humid. So I'm going to stop talking and you can go right into the News Blast segment. Okay. So there is a new sing-along version of Hamilton that's now available to stream on Disney+. Plus. This just came out on June 30th. And I remember, do you remember, it was like three years ago this weekend or fourth yeah. of july weekend when that came out on disney plus and it was during the pandemic i remember it was like a huge thing to watch it so if you want to sing along you can now with all the lyrics i i saw comments on twitter where people were like wait a minute isn't that what everyone's doing already right so, well it's true i mean a lot even i know a lot of the lyrics without them but uh a lot of fun for big fans of that movie. Uh, speaking of music, uh, REM, great band from the what eighties, nineties, and beyond. Uh, REM has partnered with FX's The Bear on a full-length music video for Strange Currencies Remix. Uh, This four-minute video combines footage from Road Movie, which documents the alt-rock band's 1995 tour with exclusive clips 
and behind-the-scenes footage from the show's second season, which premiered, of course, all 10 episodes uh, just a little over a week ago. And this I, I love this fantastic. video. It's such a great song to begin with. But um, and that's another thing about season two is it has great music, great yeah. songs in it. And this is like at the top and the video. I love if you've if, if you've never heard that song before or whatever, if you're a fan mm-hmm. of the bear, definitely uh, check out this. We've got a link to that uh, video on our website. And it's just it's really cool. I, I like it a lot. Alaska Daily and The Company You Keep have been removed from Hulu in the United States. Both shows were canceled at ABC after one season. The move comes from Disney pulling off a number of series from Disney Plus and Hulu's wider plan to cut streaming costs. The company revealed last month in an SEC filing that it would take between $1.5 billion and $1.8 billion in write-downs associated with removing streaming programming from its platforms. Wow. And expects to remove more from its direct-to-consumer platform in the third quarter with another $400 million in impairment charges. That's uh, that's kind of a massive sum. Uh, wow. Um, anyway, FX's Reservation Dogs, which we've enjoyed. We've watched the first mm-hmm. uh, two seasons. I think we've we've given some reviews of that in the past. Um, been there since day one, and I was pretty hooked on the show initially in season one. I liked it. It was there's nothing else really like it on television or streaming or whatever it was kind of its own unique thing uh season two was not quite as strong for me but we do have the upcoming third season and uh the series creator uh, sterling harjo has made an announcement on his instagram which we have a link to on our website that this third season which debuts on august 3rd on hulu is going to be the final season of that so uh it's kind of cool that they got their own you know they, they got three full seasons out of it and it's its own like kind of unique little show and that's going to be it though so we'll see what uh, is happening with that but I, I still am kind of looking forward to checking out the last season hulu has released the trailer for the revival season 11 of futurama which will premiere on monday july 24th on hulu in the united states and on disney plus in many countries like canada the uk and australia new episodes will release every monday um after a brief 10-year hiatus, Futurama has crawled triumphantly from the cryogenic tube, its full original cast, and spirit intact. The 10 all-new episodes of Season 11 have something for everyone. New viewers will be able to pick up the series from here, while longtime fans will recognize payoffs to decades-long mysteries, including developments in the epic love story of Fry and Leela, the mysterious contents of Nibbler's Litter Box, the secret history of evil robot Santa, and the whereabouts of Kiff and Amy's tadpoles. I never was that into that show. I know you watched mm-hmm. a lot of it back in the day, but um, I, I, I saw episodes here or there. We'll, we'll see how this goes, but uh, I know that that's got its own cult following, so kind of cool that that'll be back. Um, any deal with MRC and Paramount Global Content Distribution, Hulu has acquired the U.S. rights to Jake Johnson's feature directorial debut, Self-Reliance. This hilarious and thrilling film is also written by and starring Jake Johnson and boasts an all-star cast, including Johnson, um... Anna Kendrick, Natalie Morales, Andy Samberg, uh, Emily Hampshire, Mary Holland, Boban Marjanovic. That's an NBA player. That's 
he's really, really tall. You and you've seen him play basketball before, Michelle. Uh, and, and Christopher Lloyd, uh, when you went to the Bulls and Mavericks game a couple years ago. Uh, oh, he, yeah, the, I remember that. He was a really, really tall I, guy. I was looking at everybody's shoes, so. Uh. <laughs> Mich- True story. M- Michelle's a sna- <laughs> Michelle is a closeted sneakerhead. Uh, the fiercely competitive deal was struck on the heels of the world premiere of the MRC-financed film at the 2023 South by Southwest Film Festival in March, which was a festival favorite screening to a standing room only audience. The hilarious film will premiere as a Hulu original on September 8th. Now, with all that said, here's kind of the uh, the the what it is on uh, on this movie. Uh, when a man is offered a million dollars to play a game in which hunters try to kill him. Him, he thinks he has found the perfect loophole. They can only attack when he's alone. His only problem is that none of his friends or family believe the game is real. That actually does sound kind of like it could be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So check that out September 8th on Hulu. FX has announced that the upcoming seven episode limited series, A Murder at the End of the World, will premiere on Hulu in the United States and on Disney Plus in Canada and the United Kingdom on August 29th, 2023. A Murder at the End of the World is a mystery series with a new kind of detective at the helm, a Gen Z amateur sleuth with a tech-savvy hacker named Darby Hart, played by Emma Corrin. Darby and eight other guests are invited by a reclusive billionaire, played by Clive Owen, to participate in a retreat at a remote and dazzling location. When one of the other guests is found dead, Darby must use all her skills to prove it was murder against a tire of competing interests and before the killer takes another life. So sometimes when I'm looking at the news stories that I'm going to be talking about in the News Blast segment, you know, I just sometimes they stick out a little bit more to me than like certain ones do more than others. And, and you know, as I'm reading, I'm just like, okay. I don't know a whole lot about this, but we'll find out about it. And then you get like a little bit of information about it. And you're like, ooh, this sounds really good. And I think that this one sounds really good. Uh, So Disney Plus has commissioned a thrilling new five-part drama called Playdate, produced by Quai Street uh, Productions and Bright Star. This series is adapted by Catherine Moulton, and it's from Alex Dahl's best-selling novel of the same name and directed by Eva Husson. Uh, A seemingly ordinary decision turns the world of Alyssa, a mother of two young kids, upside down in this tense thriller. When her nine-year-old daughter Lucia excitedly asks to go on an overnight playdate with her new best friend Josie, Alyssa agrees. Uh, After meeting Josie's mother, Rebecca, she's put at ease by her charming nature and their impressive house. But when she says goodnight to her daughter, she has no idea that she is about to be thrust into every parent's worst nightmare. The next day, when she goes to pick up Lucia, she discovers that the beautiful house was a holiday rental. Lucia is missing, and Rebecca and Josie have vanished. What started out as her daughter's first sleepover has turned into an abduction. That sounds kind of terrifying and thrilling, and I really want to watch this now. Eight classic Disney films are returning to movie theaters for special limited-time engagements in celebration of Disney 100. Uh, Each movie will play for two-week limited runs in theaters. Tickets are now available for all eight films through Fandango. Some of the movies that are coming include Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, July 7th through July 20th, Toy Story, July 21st through August 3rd, Frozen, August 4th through August 17th, 
Beauty and the Beast, August 18th through August 31st. The Incredibles, September 1st through September 14th. Coco, September 15th through September 28th. The Lion King, September 29th through October 12th. And Moana, October 13th through October 26th. I think I want to see Pirates and Moana. It'd be cool to see them all. Yeah. Uh, So finally for me, we've got a rumor. And sometimes these rumors excite me a little bit. Sometimes I just look at it and say, oh, I really don't know if I want this to happen. And this would fall into that category, I think, for me. Uh, This latest rumor suggests Ben Affleck will return to Deadpool 3, reprising his role as Daredevil. Uh, The film is scheduled to arrive in theaters on May 3rd, 2024, and the rumor comes from Casey Walsh, a.k.a. the comics kid who reports that Affleck was seen on the Deadpool 3 set, with the threequel having begun principal photography in England towards the end of last month. While Walsh has no idea who he is playing, the mere mention of Affleck being around this production has set off speculation that he's reprising Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil, whom he played in the 2003 Daredevil movie, Walsh acknowledged in a separate tweet that it is likely, but at the moment there isn't any information available to verify that. As always, since nothing has been confirmed by Marvel or Disney, this is treated as a rumor for now, but man, he's not Daredevil. No, that's not who I think of when I think of Daredevil. And and Daredevil, that movie back in the day was not... I never saw it. I heard it wasn't that great. Yeah, I I think it's safe to say that 20 years later, if you haven't seen it, there's there's no reason to go back to it. it. My guess is I didn't like it back in the day, and it probably has not aged well uh, now. So that's it for the News Blast segment. It's review time, Michelle, and mm-hmm. what we're reviewing is the YouTube effect. Mm-hmm. This is a really cool documentary. Draft House Films will release Alex Winter's incisive documentary, The YouTube Effect, in Alamo Draft House Cinemas on July 7th before expanding nationwide on July 14th. The feature documentary from Winter, and you might remember Winter from, he started out as an actor, he was in the Bill and Ted franchise movies. Um, and then also went into documentary filmmaking and did uh, Showbiz Kids and Zappa and, and many more. Uh, but this feature explores the ascension and acceleration of YouTube, a video sharing website that started with humble origins and has gone on to change how we experience the world with exclusive access to some of YouTube's biggest stars. The film presents an eye-opening and troubling look at the platform now so powerfully embedded in our lives. Um, I also recently did get to interview uh, Alex Winter, and I we have that article up on the website if you want to check out that interview. Some very fascinating but, questions and insight yeah, into this. And... This was, I did, I found this absolutely fascinating. I found it thought-provoking. Even days after I watched the film, there was still stuff going on in my brain that I was thinking about and wondering about. Um, it was it was really cool to me. Um, you know, y- you think back like it, it's almost hard to remember a time where YouTube didn't exist. A, where, yeah, where, it's hard to remember that not being a thing. But uh, w- one thing that I thought was really cool was just kind of how they took a step back and showed like y- YouTube started off in very humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. It was like a kind of a place where people would post like silly little maybe cat videos or something and you know it it certainly wasn't what it has grown into now and the way that um you know 
the humble beginnings to basically how it, it just is like a cultural tour de force these days and, and how, um, gosh, the, the way that they talk about how YouTube these days, it, like everything's driven by the advertising and the, the advertising's driven like the, the, the algorithms that that are showing people what to watch next to keep them engaged in that and it really raises a lot of interesting questions and and you know shows either intended or unintended consequences of of that and how it has you know kind of almost like in certain ways become a, a, a plague on society. You know, it, it can be positive. It can be negative. Like he shows, does a really good job of, of just showing. Um, I like, cause it doesn't preach at you or no. anything. It doesn't talk. You know, it's t- just telling a story yeah, and giving you the facts and you are left to decide what you want to make of the film. Yeah. And, and, and it, that's, what's a kind of interesting, like, Depending what you're trying to watch or, you know, what you're into or whatever, like, you know, you can go down some real rabbit holes with YouTube. And again, the, the documentary is not necessarily telling you, you know, what it, it's just kind of showing you how it works and you know, the, the questions that are associated with that. So really a fascinating look at it. it it's they 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 show a lot of um you know like some of the original creators they talk to a lot of like popular youtubers or whatever um you know Smosh. from the past and and even present and it, it's just really really a, I I didn't think it was something that I needed to see, but I'm glad that I did, and and I definitely did need well, to see it. Another thing that I liked is sometimes these documentaries can kind of be on a little boring side sometimes yeah this was entertaining too it was it was super well yeah, done it, it kept me glued to uh glued to the screen the entire time uh just fascinating i watched that uh stanley documentary and afterwards i thought that it was uh really good and i ended up giving that a 10 i would give this a 12 if i could because i actually like this even more than this stanley documentary but because 10 is high as we go I'm giving it a 10. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to give this a 10 as well. It's absolutely just, it perfectly executes what it's trying to do and the the questions that it raises and how it portrays, you know, YouTube's impact on society and, and everything. It's just absolutely great. So well done to Alex Winter on that. That was, that was really good. Uh, that is going to do it. For this episode, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope that you would take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We would totally appreciate that. Be sure to visit our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. That's where you get all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email us at podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. You can follow us on Twitter at More Disney Plus and stop by and visit our Facebook page. We would love to see you there. We're going to get out of here. So until next time, we'll see you later. Bye.